here we are on the last Sunday of Advent, nearing the end of this Advent season. In a few short days, it will be Christmas. We will sing the Christmas songs, or, or perhaps sing the Christmas songs during the Christmas season and not Advent. We'll eat the Christmas food, rejoice at the birth of our Lord. We are not yet there. We are still awaiting the birth and the coming of the Lord. And we may remember from biology class that in order to have a birth, there needs to be a conception. And this is where we find ourselves in today's gospel reading from Luke. The story known as the Annunciation to Mary. And the yes that allowed God into her womb and eventually into this world. Now, how many of us find it easy to say yes to someone asking us to do something? Or how many find it hard? I think many of us like to please. We, we have this need to please others and to do things for others, which is good. And it also could be to our detriment. And we say yes immediately. However, when we ask that question, when God asks us a question, is that saying yes as immediate? Is it as easy? And for many of us, saying yes to God is not as easy. Mainly because God asks us to do things that take us out of our comfort zones. So why does it seem difficult to say yes to God when it seems easier for others? And why is it when God asks us, we need to think about it? The section from Luke was, we focus on today immediately follows the annunciation of the conception of John the Baptist. Gabriel, like with Mary, visited Zechariah, the father of John. Now, Zechariah was a priest in the temple. And his wife was Elizabeth. They had no children as Elizabeth was barren and both were getting on in years. And just as we saw today with, angel, with the angel Gabriel visiting, um, visiting Mary, he visited Zechariah to tell him of the upcoming birth of John who will lead the way for the Lord. Zechariah was terrified by the angel as was common when an angel of the Lord appeared and visited people in Scripture. I am sure I would be absolutely terrified if an angel paid me a visit. <laughs> Gabriel told Zechariah that Elizabeth will bear a son and they will name him John. Zechariah then questioned Gabriel, which led to him being unable to speak. Which some of you wives out there, how many times have you wished that upon your husband? Maybe just take away his ability to speak just for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> and what we see this, with this story, Zachariah does not believe. And he is left speechless at that disbelief. And this leads us to the passage from today's gospel. In it, we find the angel Gabriel, again, making a visit to tell of a coming child. This time, Gabriel visited the young virgin named Mary. And compare this to the older, barren Elizabeth, 
this younger woman. As was with the case with Zechariah, Mary was perplexed. Some translations said she too was afraid. Gabriel tells her not to be afraid, that she has found favor in God's sight. Gabriel tells her that she will give birth to a son, who will be the son of God, and they will name him Jesus. Like Zechariah in the story before this, she is confused. But unlike Zechariah, she is not left mute. Rather, Gabriel tells her how she a virgin will conceive a child. Gabriel tells her that the Holy Spirit will bless her, will come upon her, giving her Jesus, the Son of God. We then hear about how Elizabeth, who is a cousin of Mary, has also conceived a child in her old age. Gabriel said that nothing, nothing is impossible with God. Mary then gives her answer, here I am the servant of the Lord, let it be with me according to your word. This yes, this placing all her trust in God is a model for us all. Let us think for a moment what that must have been like for Mary. Around this time, girls were married at a young age, often around 12 or 13. And I wonder what she was thinking about at that young age. Perhaps what married life would be like. Being a mother, I would imagine, was probably not on her mind yet. Imagine, if you will, what must have gone through her mind when she was told that she would give birth to a baby as an unmarried young girl. She still had faith that God was doing something through her as evident in her answer. Here I am, the servant of the Lord. A resounding yes, no matter the consequences. A yes to allow God to dwell in her. A yes to become the mother of the Lord. A yes to give Israel the Messiah they have long been waiting for. First of all, it should be noted the parallels and binaries between the two stories. One was a young virgin who was not even married yet and lived in Galilee. Before her were an older couple who were married and probably not going to have children, whose visit came in the temple. Both were afraid, then confused by the news, as both had legitimate reasons to question how were they going to have a baby. The differences Zechariah's questioning led to, led to his being mute. And Mary's questioning led to the revelation that she was favored. And she would give birth to the Son of God. Further, Mary consented to God. She said, yes. Zechariah could not. God went to a young girl who was to be married to a carpenter in the town of Galilee. Where we hear later in scripture that nothing good can come out of. God did not need to ask her. God knew who she was. As we heard, God favored her. He knew how faithful she was. And because of that faith, she said yes. And I'm left wondering what that means for us. It's here on the fourth Sunday of Advent. 
This was Mary's yes. To allow her body to be a vessel for God. As a virgin and out of wedlock. She said yes. Where are our yeses? And are we willing to say yes to some of the things we are called to do. Even if it takes us beyond our comfort zone. In the book. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, and I'm about to spoil it, so if you haven't read the book or seen the movie, close your ears or turn the volume down for just a brief couple minutes. But in that book, Harry discovers through Snape's memories that he himself, once again, please, if you haven't read it, close your ears. But he found out that he is one of Voldemort's horcruxes. Now, if you are not familiar with Harry Potter, Voldemort is the Dark Lord. He also learns that the only way for Voldemort to be defeated is that Harry himself must die. When Voldemort challenges Harry to meet him in the forest to face off one last time, Harry had a decision to make. This yes would lead to his death, and he knew that. But it also would lead to the destruction of Voldemort. Harry, in the end, said yes. He knew it was what needed to be done. He knew this yes would benefit his world. Like Mary, he said yes, because he had that, the faith that he would be taken care of. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing Harry Potter to our blessed Virgin Mary, or the blessed mother. <laughs> He's not the same. But neither are we. And yet we still have chances to say yes. And our yeses can and will make a difference in our world. Even if it's a small difference, that yes can make that difference. Now, I'm not saying our yes should lead us to danger or that they will be the same as Mary's. However, our yeses could call us to make sacrifices. Sacrifices of comfort. Our yeses could take us to the food pantry to help feed the hungry. Which unfortunately right now there's a lot of. It could lead us to give items to shelters or places. Helping give out needed items. It could lead us to give gifts to children who do not have any this year. It could send us out into the world simply sharing the gospel. Or it could be to simply allow God into our hearts. Whatever it is, we should listen to God's call and trust in him. He is calling us. He is taking us somewhere. He knows who we are when he asks of us. God knows our gifts and can use them. And these gifts can go to the betterment of the world. To helping build up the kingdom. We just need to place our faith that God knows what he is doing and what he is asking. And that that ask will benefit the world. We must have faith that God will guide us through the discomfort. Just as with Mary, we have a chance to allow the Holy Spirit to come upon us. Can we accept that invitation to be a part of what God is doing in the world? Can we say yes? This upcoming Christmas season and beyond, 
Let us say yes to God. Let us allow him in our hearts. Let us allow him to use us as a vessel for, this, for his work in this world. Let us say yes to whatever God is calling us to do and show God in the world and make a difference in this world. Amen.